Once again, by nobody. I'm alone today. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Ant got sick. So, Sharif and Smith decided uh, they didn't want to do a podcast this week. And Sean's been gone for a few weeks, and I didn't feel like driving up to his place. So, I'm alone. So, it's going to be a special short episode where all I'm going to do is predict the winners of the video game awards this year. So, if you're not interested in that, you can... Skip this one, and hopefully all the guys will be back together next week. Alright, so, if you don't know what the Video Game Awards are, it's the it's like the Academy Awards for video games, hosted by Jeff Keighley. He gets a bunch of people to announce special things during it, and there's some special guests, like, uh, there's a few Marvel people going to be there uh, giving awards away, and yeah, it's pretty nice. I like video games a lot, so people just usually say I'm the video game guy because I have all the systems, and I like to play video games all day, every day. So, without further ado, I'm going to get into this, and we'll see how long this takes me to go through, and maybe I'll have a special thing at the end where I talk just directly to you guys about Mandalorian, maybe, or some other stuff. Alright, so here we go. Best Esports Team. Damwoo Gaming, Dallas Empire, G2 Esports, San Francisco Shock, and Team Secret. So, um, I don't really follow that much esports, so I don't know who's actually the best, but if I had to choose a team, I would choose G2 Esports, who play League of Legends all the time. So, uh... These esports categories I don't know much about because I don't really follow esports. So I'm just going to go with my gut of people I've heard of and maybe who I've seen once or twice doing other things. So next is the best esports host. Here we have Alex Golden Boy Mendez, Alex Machine Richardson, FG Stocks Deport. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know your name. James Dash Patterson, Jorin Shiver, Vander Hygen. So I'm sorry, ladies, I do cannot pronounce your names. But in this category, I'm going to pick Golden Boy because I saw him with uh, Greg Miller doing some WWE stuff. So I don't know if he's actually good or not. Next category is Best Esports Game. We have Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Fortnite. League of Legends, and Valorant. Valorant started off good, but it 
I haven't heard much about it since. League's always up there. Fortnite's always up there. Counter-Strike and Call of Duty are all there. But I'd have to go with Fortnite because since the um, Marvel event, that's all people have been talking about really is going back to see which characters they can get. And uh, the new season just started, so I'm going to say Fortnite. Best esports event. There wasn't many events because we all shut down for coronavirus. Yay. So we have Blast Premier Spring 2020 European Files. Call of Duty League Championship 2020. IEM Catawas 2020. League of Legends World Championship 2020. And Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. Uh, That one I'm just going to skip because I don't know how any of those events went. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Best esports coach, I'm just going to skip as well because, yeah, I'm, I don't know esports. Best esports athlete, I'm skipping. All right, now we're on to the game categories. So, first we have best debut, debut game, which is the best debut game created by new independent studios. We have Carrion, created by Phobia Game Studios and Devolver Digital. Mortal Shell, created by Cold Symmetry and Playstack. Raji, an ancient epic, created by Nodding Head Games. Rokai, Polygon Treehouse. And Phasmophobia, created by Kinetic Games. I'm picking uh, Phasmophobia because I see a lot of streams on YouTube about how this horror game. I don't know how long it'll last because people say it's getting pretty dull quickly. But I think that's the best debut and the best like foundation of a game. The second, my second choice would be carrying because I hear a lot of people talking about that, but that you're just basically like a blob and trying to eat people, I think. So next, content creator of the year. This is for a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2020. We have Alana Pierce, J. Ann Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. So, Tim the Tapman had the big Fall Guys thing on Twitter where they met, they shouted him out because he could never get a win, but everyone who was playing with could. Uh, Valkyries has a bunch of wholesome moments with uh, Corpse. I would I would have liked to see Corpse in this, but I guess he's newer than things. And Lana Pierce is uh does a lot of charity streams recently. So. I'd want to see Alana win because I've listened to her the most out of all these people on podcasts and stuff. But it may come down to Tim the Tatman or Valkyrie because they're bigger names. And Alana just got signed to be on the writing team at San Diego Studios, I think. Or whoever, who makes God of War? Yeah, I think it's San, no, San Diego doesn't make God of War. Whoever makes God of War. Uh, Next category is... Best multiplayer game for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massive multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Which means it doesn't matter what genre or platform you're in, just whichever is the best multiplayer game. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. So here I think Fall- Valorant and Fall Guys are both going to be knocked out because they were hot for a minute and then dropped off considerable the one i could see winning at least three of call of duty among us and animal crossing 
I hope Among Us wins because that came out of nowhere. And now every big streamer has done a few. Like PewDiePie plays it, Courage, uh, Valkyrie, Pokemon, uh, Jacksepticeye. So yeah, I would want to see Among Us win that by Inner Sloth. Even though that game came out a few years ago, just became quickly hot recently. This is a lot of talking for one person, let me tell you. Six, oh, shite, eight minutes straight? I gotta get a drink. So, the next category is best sports and racing game. Hold on as I take a drink. Here's for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Ah, I'm not even gonna take this out. Just going out raw, people. Just raw, you get to hear all my stuff. Best sports game. Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA Tony 1, NBA 2K 21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. So right off the bat, I'm going to take out 2K 21 and FIFA 21 because they got a lot of pay-to-win aspects in them and a lot of issues with uh, the current year. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, I would like to see win, but I don't think it will. So one I would think could win this is Dirt 5. Because it's, uh, it did a lot of good things, as far as I've heard. And I would like to see a racing game actually beat out these big name guys. Like, because Dirt 5 is made by Codemasters. And I'd like to see them get some recognition for once. Best Sim Strategy Game. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. We have Crusader Kings 3. Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. The one I hear everyone talking about is Microsoft Flight Simulator. So that may win it, actually. Even Well, yeah, it's a sim game, so. Which game I would like to see when it would be... Desperados 3. I could see it not even getting any real recognition because it's kind of janky. But uh, I'd like to see a win. It's another... I like a lot of indie studios. Oh, no. It's, it's pro- uh, produced by THQ Nordic. Wonderful. So, yeah. I'd like to see Desperados 3 win, but I think Microsoft Flight Simulator may take it. Best Family Game. For the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Here we go. We have Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario the Origami King. Huh, this is a toughie. Animal Crossing started off hot with everyone playing at the beginning of the year, but I don't know if everyone's playing it. Crash is playing now, but for family... Ah, oh, damn, this is a toughie. I might, mo- might go Mario Kart Live, because Mario Kart, everyone likes Mario Kart, it's easy to learn. I think Mario Kart. Best fighting game. I don't know much about fighting games, so this may be a toss-up. For the best game, designed primarily for head-to-head combat. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, one Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, and Underlight in Birth EXE colon late brackets CL dash R bracket. Uh, 
I don't know what the hell that is, but no, I mean that weird title might win it at the end. But uh, what I'd like to see win is Mortal Kombat. But I feel one of these other games could win it, depending on how good. Like I don't think One Punch Man could win. Grand Blue Fantasy or Under Night in Birth EXE might win it. Best role-playing game. For the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Alright, so we got Final Fantasy VII Remake, which, personally, I feel all remakes should not be able to get voted on, unless it changes the game dramatically. Which Final Fantasy VII Remake did, but I can... I digress. Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Huh. For this, I could see it going to anybody. Uh, I'd see either going to Persona 5 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake, because those were the two games that people talked about the most. And I feel that did get the most recognition out of all these. Like, Wasteland 3, I don't think many people played, even though, personally, I think that could be the new Fallout. Oh, God. I lost my place. And, uh, because made by the original... No. It's made by Deep Silver, it said. Wow, am I over... Almost... No, I'm not. <laughs> I lost my place, so now I'm trying to find it again. It's on this indie, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah. So, I could see it going to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Alright, so, next is Best Action Adventure Game. For the Best Action Adventure Game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Here we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will-O-Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Final Order, and The Last of Us Part Two. Personally, I could not get into The Last of Us Part Two's story. I got about... Six or seven hours in, and I just couldn't complete it. Jedi Fallen Order, similar thing. Ori Will and West, I didn't play. Marvel Spider-Man, I haven't played yet. This is between Assassin's Creed and Ghosts. I've platinumed Ghost, so that shows you how much I like that game. So I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm going to pick Ghost here. Yeah, I'm going to pick Ghost. Best action game for the game... Wait, what? So, there's an action-adventure, and then and just straight act, whatever. For the best game in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, Streets of Rage 4. I don't think Streets of Rage 4 is going to have a chance to win this. Half-Life Alex may get recognition here. But it's really between Doom Eternal and Hades. And Doom Eternal fell off quickly because people, uh, you know, people just like to move on. So, I'm going to pick Hades here. I haven't tried it yet, but everyone talks about it nicely. Innovation and accessibility. Recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So this is basically like uh, having like colorblind mode and like ch uh, changing up the controller scheme so it's easier for people with disabilities to play. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, I liked Grounded, is this the only time I've seen it? Uh, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part 2, and Watch Dogs Legion. Hyperdot, I didn't know what they added, and I saw Last of Us had a lot of things when I was in there, 
So I'm going to pick Last of Us for this one. Best VR and AR experience. For the best game experience, playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. We have Dreams, Half-Life Alex, uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I like the way The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners looked, but I haven't tried it. Star Wars Squadron? No. Nope. This is where I think Half-Life Alex is going to get some recognition. And they're going to choose this to be uh, the best VR game. Uh, best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. We have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. Uh, it's between Fortnite and Destiny 2, because those are the two biggest ones that have actually been like out talking to the community, trying to see what's up, and adding crazy events and stuff. So I'm, I'm going to choose Fortnite here, because of the way they implemented the Galactus event into Fortnite and stuff. Uh, best mobile game. For the best game playable on a mobile device, presented by LG Wing. Powered by Qualcomm. Snapdragon. We have Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, Pokemon Cafe Mix. Huh, maybe I should try Cafe. Whatever. But here I'm going to pick Genshin Impact because I saw my cousin Dirk playing upstairs and there's a lot into it. Best Indie. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. We have Carrion, created by Phobia Game Studio and Devolver Digital. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mediatonic and Devolver, Hades by Supergiant Games, Spelunky 2 by Mossmouth LLC, and Spiritfarer Thunder Lotus Games. Huh. I could see it going to either Hades or Spiritfarer, really. Because Spelunky 2 came and went. Fall Guys, I'm telling Fall Guys was hot, but then it just fell apart. And Carrion, I don't think, I don't think it has a staying power. But here I'm going to go with uh, Hades too. Hades, Hades. I'm going to pick Hades. Best ongoing, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. I'm not even going to look through this. It's Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has come a long way, but I don't think it gets this. Ugh, Apex fell off. Warzone. No, this is definitely going to be Fortnite. That's ongoing. is definitely Fortnite. Games for Impact. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Whatever that means. If Found. Kentucky Route Zero. TV Edition. Spiritfarer. Tell Me Why. Through the Darkest of Times. I have not played a single one of these games. So I'm going to skip this category. But if I go by what I've heard the most about, it would probably be Tell Me Why. Best performance. Almost done, guys. We've been going for about 20 minutes. Nice. Best performance. Awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and or performance capture. Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey as Abby, The Last of Us Part 2. Daisuke... Suji as Jin Sakai, 
Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades. Najee Jeter as Miles Morales, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, so, in this, I think the Miles or Jin Sakai guy can win it. Any one of these guys can win it because they were all extraordinary. Except, like I said, I couldn't get into the story of Last of Us 2. But it could be either one of them because maybe either Ashley Johnson or Daisuke Suji winning this one. I'm going to go with Laura Bailey. No, not Laura Bailey. Ashley Johnson, sorry. <laughs> best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and The Last of Us Part 2. This one, I'm giving directly to Ghost of Tsushima. The way the sounds went in that game, the way the... Uh, no. Sound design? Best audio design? Actually, no. I would actually give this one to... Hmm... Uh, Ghost had a lot... Yeah, I'm going to stick with my... Thing. I'm picking Ghost. Sorry, I had to take another drink. Talking by yourself for this long. Whew. Drains your old mouth. Best score and music. We have four outstanding music, inclusive or of score, original song, and or licensed soundtracks. Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part 2. So, no. Last of Us Part 2, I think it only had, like, two songs. I don't know about his. I might go with... Final Fantasy VII Remake. Best Art Direction for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and, and, and Animation. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part 2. The art direction I'm going to give to Hades. Because the way that looks on screen. I would have given it to Ghost of Tsushima the way they use the wind. And the way like the the flowing uh, debris in the air flows when you call the wind and stuff. So you can see where you're going. Was outstanding. But the just the way Hades looks. Just so that design work and all the carriage and stuff looks amazing. Best Narrative for Outstanding Storytelling and Narrative Development in a Game. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Here, I'm going to discount Final Fantasy VII Remake because it's a remake and we already knew the story. They might have added some stuff, but it's basically the same story. I would have to I couldn't get into the story of The Last of Us, so I already discounted that. I've never heard of 13 Sentinels. So, here again. I'd go Ghost of Tsushima. Best Game Direction. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Half-Life Alex and The Last of Us Part Two. What? Ugh. I don't like... I'm going to chew... Ghost of Tsushima again. I really like that game. And now we got to the big category. The top of the top. 
the creme de la creme game of the year recognizing a game that de delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields personally we already know where I'm going but I'll read out the categories Doom Eternal id Software Bethesda Final Fantasy 7 Remake Square Enix Ghost of Tsushima Sucker Punch SIE Hades, Supergiant Games, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Nintendo, The Last of Us Part 2, Naughty Dog, SIE. Personally, I would choose Ghost of Tsushima. I could see it going to The Last of Us Part 2 or Final Fantasy from Remake. But Doom Eternal, I don't think it's going to make it. Animal Crossing, no. Yeah. So that is the Game Awards. You can uh, message me on... Uh, Twitter at random underscore guy underscore Ray and uh, tell me how you feel about my predictions or, you know, just tell me your own. So, I would say I go for a half hour, so we got about five minutes left. So from here, I will talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, personally, <laughs> uh, seeing the Slave One come into view... Oh, full spoilers for the latest episode of Mandalorian. Seeing the Slave One come into view and knowing that fucking Boba Fett survived falling into a Sarlacc pit was kind of anticlimactic. I'm like, alright, so he survived the Sarlacc pit. Now everyone's going to be like, how did he survive the Sarlacc pit? Now Disney's going to fucking try and capitalize on telling everyone how that, how that story went. And uh, now there's going to be more malarkey about that Jamoke. But, uh, as the episode went on and he put, uh, Grogu onto the, uh, Jedi signal thing, was pretty cool. And then he had, a, the, Grogu had a force field around him, and Mando couldn't get anywhere close to him, and he kept getting <laughs> thrown around. I was like, oh, maybe, this last time he went to try to grab the kid, I thought maybe he, he's good enough to break through the Jedi force field and grab the kid and get out of there. But, nope, that force field just blew him away. But, uh, those fight scenes between the stormtroopers, Boba, the girl from Tatooine, and Mando was great. I didn't know she got shot that bad that her whole in fucking intestines became a robot. I don't know how that works, but whatever. So at the end, when Giancarlo Esposito sent the the robot stormtroopers, the black guy stormtroopers, down to steal him, I thought Mando was going to get there in time and at least shoot one of them. But then, uh, no, nah, he just uh, they just came, took the kid, and left. So now, uh, yeah, my prediction is that Mando and Giancarlo Esposito's uh, Moff Gideon are going to have a fight sometime with the Darksaber versus the Beskar Spear. And here we're going to see him either kill Gideon or not get, get the Darksaber from him, knock it away, and they're about to finish the fight, and then he's going to get attacked by a bunch of the robot stormtroopers, and Grogu's going to take up the Darksaber, even though it's like twice his size, and he's going to protect Mando, and it can either end up with one of them dying or none of them dying and them just getting away. Who knows, really. But yeah, seeing Boba Fett back in his armor was also pretty cool. And yeah, so I'm not going to quite make it to a half hour. But you know what? My throat's dry. I bet you can hear it in the uh, 
audio. But yeah, so anyway, hopefully next week the guys are here. We can have a more lively conversation. But as of right now, it's just me having fun by myself. And yeah, those were my predictions. The Video Game Awards are on Thursday, I believe, the 10th. And same day as, uh, whatchamacallit, Cyberpunk. And I'm going to be playing Temtem on Tuesday, which is like Pokemon for PlayStation, which kind of seems interesting, so I'll be playing that. Oh, and uh, Smith, me, and Ant are all in a, well, Smith's out of the league now, so just me and Ant now in a 24-hour Madden league, which, let's just be real, not my strongest game. So, yeah, that's about it. So, you can follow me on every social at random underscore guy underscore Ray. You can follow us on Twitch at random guy, random underscore guy underscore radio, I think. And YouTube at random guy radio. All right. Till next time. Have a good night, everybody.